Tell the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Friday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you on this very, very nice Friday. Hope everybody's having a great day. We're live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside for the ride as well. Alex Doherty will join us here shortly. We'll tell you about his new endeavor. Mm-hmm. Still involves the Predators, but it's under a different umbrella. We'll do the. We'll talk about that. In about 10 minutes or so. And then at 3 o'clock, we will bring in one Jim Wyatt, who covers the Titans for the for TennesseeTitans.com. So we'll get into all things Jim Wyatt to begin the second hour of the program. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Don't forget, you can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Sometimes we'll wave at you. Justin may salute you. But more importantly, you know, you can see the faces behind the voices Absolutely. If, if you choose. If you want to. If you want to. You don't have to. It's not imperative. Very optional. It is. It's a, It's an optional box. You don't yeah. have to check it. Just feature. Uh, and you can interact with us on our YouTube page by uh, hit, typing in WNSR Live, one word in the search, and that'll put you right there on our page. Predators get uh, another victory out in L.A. They mm-hmm. beat the Kings, so they are 3-0. and on this road trip. What does that mean? It just means they're tied with St. Louis for that last playoff spot. It means they're a little bit closer to putting themselves in a playoff position. 25 games to go, two weeks until the trading deadline. I can ask and then I can answer. What does it mean? Shouldn't mean anything to their plan, in my opinion. Shouldn't change anything, in my opinion. I'll continue to be consistent. If Barry Trotz gets a good offer for UC Sarles, he needs to pull the trigger. All this nonsense I see out there about, you know, signing UC Sarles to a new deal after his contract is up after next season, and then, you know, one day, three, four years down the road, turning things off to a scarf, like, give me a break. Like, that's that's absurd. And, and whoever's saying that, don't listen to them. It's absurd. That absolutely should not happen. The reason we're having these discussions is because a scarf is in their system, is in their pipeline. Hogwash. It's hogwash, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> and they spent a first-round pick on him. He was, that what, the 11th pick overall in the draft? That's the reason you have those conversations. If he's not in the pipeline, yeah, guess what? We don't have those conversations, and we are talking about a long deal for UC Searles. But this team has got to get out of what they've been in for a good while now, which is four plus seasons of this is the same thing. These are the same conversations we've been having for four plus years. Hey, Predators just put themselves with that win right there in that final playoff spot. Or, hey, that was a tough loss last night. Now they're on the outside looking in. 
you know, the next game's really important. That's the team they're battling for that final playoff spot. You know, okay, you need to get out of that. That that's that's okay for a season, maybe okay for two seasons. But when you've been doing it year after year, and one year you're in, and one year you're out, and when you do get in, you're one and done. It's not inspiring anymore to the fan base. And, uh, they got to get out of that mold. And to get out of that mold, they're going to have to get better players. It's no different than the Titans. The Titans simply just don't have the right players. They don't have good enough players, mm. Justin. Until they get a better roster, they're not going to be competing in the AFC. It's no different with the Predators. Even if they get in this year, do you believe they're competing for the Western Conference? Well, <laughs> Hi, good afternoon, Darren. How you doing? Good to see you. Happy Friday to you, good sir. Well, I already said all that stuff. Oh, you did? I yeah, I was that. talking I, to I, you I, and yeah, the audience. You got, you got, got going there. Um, do, do I think they are you know, going to compete for the Western Conference? Probably not. No, the 8 seed normally doesn't do that. Now, we've had a couple of examples of you know the 8 seed or the 7 seed going far. Uh, you know, And the Predators are a good example of that in the uh, 2017 season with the Magical Run. But that's not typical. That is abnormal uh, when you get those kinds of runs. More times than not, the 8 seed behaves like an 8 seed and gets to the second round at best. Not much further than that. Um, so what you're saying is the Predators are stuck in neutral, essentially. Um, they can't go forward. They really won't go backwards. Yeah, they're, they're stuck. Yeah, they're just in neutral. They're stuck in neutral. The they're, engine is revving, sure. but you're not going anywhere. Wheels are spent. Well, the wheels are not spinning. No. They're stuck in neutral. The transmission will not engage with the Predators to move them one direction or another. And you're right. Going to the playoffs, I don't think, does anything for the franchise overall. Uh, this team has been in the playoffs quite a bit. Where I will depart with you a little bit is uh, is your take on the Titans front, and, and this is why. Only because the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC less than five years ago. And there's and, and I'm, I know that core group is, is leaving, and, and they should be. Um, I'm just saying that the Predators haven't seen that in a five little years. while. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been... The core group is the core group who did that. Have they been around for for a minute? The mm-hmm. core group for mm-hmm. the Predators, they've yeah. been around. They're you still know. there. There's, there's, the core group of that team that was the number one seed that won the President's Cup was mm-hmm. is still intact. That's the well. Roman Yossi's still on the team. Roman Yossi's been there Phil for a long Forsberg time. Forsberg is still on the team. Colton Sissons okay. is still on the Phil team. Forsberg. UC Soros is still on the Phil team. Forsberg, a major part of that that yeah. campaign. Yes. All right. Yeah. Maybe I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. All right then. So cool. All right then. If that's the case, then that's the case. I, I just feel like they're a little further back from getting somewhere. And and this is the other thing too. The the Titans are going to be closer, and the Titans, and, and this is something we've never really talked about. The Titans are always going to be closer to the Super Bowl than the Predators are going to be to the Stanley Cup, only because the Stanley Cup is so much harder to win. Mm-hmm. That's why. It has nothing to do with the state of the franchise. You have to win four games at most to win the Super Bowl. you got to win 16 games in the NHL and the NBA to win the championship. And you got to win four series. The Titans got to win four games at best. And if you get the bye week, you got to win three. It's it's much. You can win three games. You can win four games if you're a halfway decent team. Winning sixteen requires an, uh, a level of excellence that you know few teams get to. That you know is very difficult to see coming. So the Titans are always going to be closer. It is always going to seem easier for the Titans uh, to get to the 
to win the Super Bowl than it will be for the Predators. Always. Always. Yeah, unless your team is equipped. I mean, unless your team looks like the Colorado Avalanche or Tampa Bay Lightning or the Boston Bruins or teams in the past that you know are equipped for that heavy run and that long run. You're right. It's always going to be harder because you have to win, as you mentioned, 16 games to win it all. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's almost another season. Think about how many games you would play. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to go back. I have to go back and look. Let's see. Or just I'm just doing it in my head. Doing so the they math beat, real quick. So they swept the Blackhawks in the first round. So, that's so four. that was quick. It's four. Okay. Then they went what six games in St. Louis. So that's okay, that's, uh, 10. that's ten. Six against Anaheim. And Sixteen. Sixteen and six in the Stanley Cup. So that's twenty two games. Twenty two games. Twenty two games. That's a fourth of a season. There you go. Yeah, it's a quarter of a season. A quarter of a season yeah. added on to your already long season. Yeah, added already that's on. A yeah, lot. that's a lot. That's you got to do a lot. Yeah. So you know. It's it's a little bit different in the NFL. So the Titans are always going to seem a little bit closer to me because the NHL run is so long. But, you know, are they stuck in neutral? Yeah, they're stuck in neutral. Do they need to get out of neutral? Yes. How did they do it? Well, you got your way in which you can just start losing a bunch of games and try to get somebody really, really good and then start from start over again, essentially, and build around them. Or you could try to add pieces here and there with the core that you have and trying to build this current team into something special. They've been doing that. Well, they've been doing it with a different GM. Maybe this GM wants to give it a swing, and maybe he thinks he can do it. I don't know. He's in that decision-making process as we speak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he'll decide whether or not he thinks he can build this team up to something special or not. It's hard, though. Two weeks. That's all he got. Again, it's not really much different than than the, uh, the quarterback situation in football. If you don't have that elite score, it's just hard. Or it's much, much harder. Does it mean you can't win? No, it doesn't mean you can't win. Just like you don't have to have Mahomes to win it. No. But it does make it harder, much harder if you don't. It's much harder if you don't. Ask San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, they got Brock Purdy and he is... Pretty good. Good. Pretty Pretty good. good. Pretty good. He's not special, though. It's not special. Not, Not Patrick Mahomes special, that's for sure. Pretty darn good, but... Guess what? Makes it that much harder. Mm-hmm. And they didn't win it. No. No. Despite and, their best efforts. And the last go-around with Kyle Shanahan, they had who at quarterback? Well, we, with Kyle Shanahan was yeah. uh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy he Garoppolo. Pretty good. Okay. He was good. Pretty good. Good. Guess what? Not special, though. Not good enough to win. Not special. Not special. Just good. Not special. And now you got to be special. The time before that, San Francisco got there. Who was, who was the quarterback? It's Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Good. Really, really good. good. Pretty good. Not quite special, though. No. Really good, though. No, pretty good. But, you know, now the times before that, they had special. Well, yeah, we're, that, you know, I, I didn't go there. <laughs> Steve Young and I, Joe Montana. I stopped right there. <laughs> special. Because what, special did those, guys. what did those 49ers teams do? We, well, I, they did a lot of things. No, but I'm what, talking what about you... <laughs> those examples that I gave you. Okay. Which is why I stopped. Okay. What did those teams do in the Super Bowl? They lost. They lost. They lost the Super Bowl. They lost. Yeah. With Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and Brock Purdy. And Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Joe Montana and Steve Young, they won. They won. Because guess what those quarterbacks were? Very special. Yeah. yeah. Very weird. special. It's weird how that works, isn't it? <laughs> really, really special guys. You, you got to have that elite special dude. Yeah. And the Avalanche have had, you know, they have that guy McKinnon. He's special. And uh-huh. the Lightning have had, you know, they had several special guys 
Kucherov is special, and Vasilevsky in his prime was special as a goaltender. And Stamkos, I mean, they they had they had many special guys. So I mean, just it's just hard if you don't have those guys, and the Predators don't. They have good players, yeah. You know, we go Roman Yosfield for yeah, they're really good, really good. A special, no. Roman's probably the closest to that. All right. So if you start over, then if you if you lose, well, you get a to. top three. I know, but if you lose and you get in the top three, then the, my question would be: Well, you get somebody special. Well, how much longer are we treading water until special shows up? I don't know. Great question. You know, that's I just want to put that out there. Yeah. We'll get to it later. Yeah. All right. We'll bring in Alex Doherty, who covers the team, and we'll tell you for whom. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. It's true. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. We're talking with you. Not right now. We're talking with Alex Doherty. Back here on The McFarland Show, Darren and Justin live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. He's joined us in the past many, many times. Mm-hmm. Started off. A to Z Sports, then it was Penalty Box Radio, and now it's a new endeavor, and we're proud of him. Now it's the Tennessean. Well-deserved, Alex. Great job, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy to get started. First day is Monday, so I guess there's still time for them to back out of the decision. Uh, you never know how these things go, but uh, I feel I feel pretty good that I've made it this far. That I'm, I'm still going to be able to walk in the door on Monday and and start the job. So uh, yeah, very 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 excited. I've been I feel like I've been working towards this for a while now, and to finally have the opportunity, it's uh, it's just kind of a dream. So um, I'm really excited. You just needed a good radio show to just kind of you know rocket ship your <laughs> career. You know, that's right. Yeah, where where nowhere better than here. Yeah, just play along. Thank you for playing along, Alex. Appreciate that. Uh, no, in all seriousness, this is well deserved. You you do a fantastic job, and uh, I'm glad you're getting a, a even bigger platform. And uh, look, this is like this is well deserved, and so uh, good on you. And um, we're, we appreciate you coming on today. So we were talking about this road trip that's been very successful, three and zero, and you know, a couple very very winnable games to close things out in the state of California with San Jose in Anaheim, but let's just go back before that. Let's get your thoughts mm-hmm. because we haven't talked to you. Your thoughts on coming out of the break, how sluggish they looked coming out of the break, and then the debacle game, which was the worst home loss in Predators franchise history in 9-2 to two to the Stars, and then what proceeded after that well, that got out all the way to Canada and Sportsnet. Well, what, what did you make of that whole sequence? <laughs> Yeah, that, that was, it was such an interesting, it's been such an interesting last couple weeks. I mean, the whole, everything from the all-star break to now has been a whole season's worth of narratives, right? I mean, it's been, it's been really, it's, it's fun to watch from the sideline. I imagine for them it's not been very fun, but I, I think it really started with that Devils game. The Coyotes game, you know, they won that one. I think they said they didn't play very well, but the Devils game is where I think it started because they they just have been so emphatic. Brunette has continued to harp on them about playing well at home. And the practice the day before that was stopped and changed around because of how bad the practice was and they didn't have the focus there. And so they, they lose the game to the Devils, pretty much get outplayed from start to finish. And then, of course, the Dallas Stars game, the worst game 
I mean, that I've ever seen. It was horrible from every every conceivable angle. Uh, and then after that game in the locker room, it was they were not just disappointed; they were mad. They were they were clearly something was going on. And then we found out about the the uh, the canceled trip and everything. Um, of course, it started with the comment afterwards by Burnett about the guys are focused on their vacations, mm-hmm. and that just set, sent alarm bells off with me. I immediately stood up and was like, "Wait a minute." What did he just say? Because that was the last thing he said. It was the very last thing. It kind of came out of nowhere, and I think before really any of us thought what was like realized what he said, they kind of ended the press conference, and we immediately were like, "Wait, we need to can we get some clarification on what that last part was?" Uh, But the clarification came the next day when we found out about the the U two stuff and and the cancellation there. So there's been a lot of opinions about whether they should have done it. I, it, and also, people have, have had opinions about whether it was fair to, to you know, hold back the staff part because, you know, they were going to have all the staff go as well, not just the team. Um, I, I, I think that probably is a little overplayed. I think the biggest thing is that basically for the last week, this team has been just embarrassed by the rest of the league. Everybody, like you said, across the league and two countries has been talking about how Barry Trotz canceled their trip. He took away their toys. He turned the plane around and said, "We're not going. You know, we're going home unless you act right." Kind of stuff. Like, you know, it, it, it's the same thing as when a parent punishes their kid in public. Like everyone sees, and the kid is really embarrassed. That's what's happened to the team. Forget the U two concert. The 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 punishment has been how everyone has perceived the team, and I think that's been the biggest part. They've responded, and that's good. I, I think that's. That's been pretty impressive to see how they've responded pretty convincingly in these last three wins. But again, they have a lot of makeup work to do. I mean, they they still have to play San Jose and Anaheim on this trip, and then they have five straight home games. Which that that's what this all started is not playing well at home mm-hmm. until they come back until they come back home and show that they can win. You know, beat the Wild, beat the Avalanche, beat the Canadians at home, Senators. I think they're still you know in the doghouse. I, I think it's still not over yet. What's interesting is that Justin knows I've been saying because I I have firsthand you know knowledge of Barry Trotz and I know he, he didn't just tell the story to me he's told the story before but I, I brought up the story on the show of Barry Trotz told me when when he was sitting idle uh, not doing anything when I had a conversation with him that he he pulled this trick basically in Washington to a different level where Ovechkin was late for a practice, or late for a meeting, excuse me, a team meeting, and he benched him that night uh, in a game that they got walloped. And everybody really questioned, like, what is this guy doing? What is it? You just benched your star player because he was late for a, a meeting? Who gives a crap? Look what happens when we don't have him. And he admits that, you know, that team went on to win the Stanley Cup, and he said it was really, it was, that could either have, you know, did what it did, which changed the whole room and the whole dynamic for the rest of the way, or it could have sent them spiraling downward, right? Because it could have had a negative effect. But instead, the group said, you know, looked around and was like, oh, man, if he's willing to do that to our star, you know, I better mind my P's and Q's. What would he do to me? And it changed the whole mentality. Look, so far, so good. But we'll see. 25 games to go. We'll see if they can... They can keep this up, and what what does it ultimately mean? And and Darren, I don't think, and I think you'd agree with this. 
I think he is the only general manager or coach in the league that can get away with it. Yes. I, I mean, I, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm trying to think of someone that could get away with that kind of thing. I mean, so, so for, for people currently in the league, not retired people, but currently in the league, I don't think there's anyone besides him that could get away with it and, and risk something like that and it work and him not, you know, be on the, the firing block the next day. It's mm-hmm. just like he, he has a certain cachet, a certain respect among everyone in the league. He's about the only person that could get away with that. And in this market, more importantly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. yeah I don't think Rand, Rand Carthon's going to be doing that. <laughs> right. No, it's a, re- it's a really good point. I mean, I don't think there's anybody in the league, right, but, but he also has the cachet, and he's been there and he's done it, and he's won a cup. And, you know, but again, as Justin and I talked about it, Alex, and you know this all week. Like, it doesn't mean this is going to work. I said, I suspect it will. But it doesn't mean that it will. It could absolutely crater and and blow up in their face. And that is the gamble that you take when you do these things. It's not the first time this has been done in professional sports. Yeah, and and I I emphasize again, I think even with these three wins, it doesn't mean anything until they get at home and win at home. Because that that was a big thing. Elliot Friedman talked about this, too. That it, it was about the fans. It's about the relationship between the team and the fans because th- he saw what was happening at home and he does not want to have to fight that battle all the time. He wants the team to be good at home. And so, this, that, you know, they could go 5-0 and on this road trip. But if they lose to the Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche at home, especially if it's a bad loss, they're right back where they started. I mean, <laughs> that's just how it is because he, does not, he wants to win those games at home. I've been pretty adamant on the show, and I want to get your feelings and take on this. And I've been saying this for weeks. Uh, it, it's time It's time to, um, if you can get the right hole, and I'm not saying giveaway, but look, everybody knows, you're not, nobody's giving away UC Soros, but if you can get the right hole, and it doesn't have to be over-the-top crazy like the Herschel Walker trade. Like, No, I'm not talking about that. But a good, sensible hole that makes sense for the future. I, I've been saying this for weeks on end. Barry Trot should absolutely, in my opinion, pull the trigger on trading UC Saros. Your thoughts? I, I'm getting there. I am. I am not. So there, there's, there's always this battle between what do, what, what do I think they should do and what do I think they will do. If you're asking me what I think they should do, yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you that they should they should capitalize on Saros's value. It'll it'll only go down after the trade deadline. It'll certainly only go down after this year's playoffs are over, and he's only on one year deal. Um, not it won't go down to zero, but it just goes down. So yeah, I, I would agree with that. But I I, I think that everything that everything they've done this year for building this team to be competitive to some extent this year, signing Ryan O'Reilly, Luke Shen, Gustav Nyquist. Uh, some of the ways that they've developed the young players and, you know, not played them as much tells me that they still want to try to win now. And so I, I think that if they are, if, if Barry Trotz feels like they can still compete now, I think he knows that UC Soros is the best goaltender to, to compete right now in this season. Um, and I just don't know that he's going to have, have an easy time convincing Andrew Burnett, you know what, we need to, we need to, uh, to punt on this season. And, uh, and and get what we can out of Soros. That's that's going to be a hard hard sell. I mean, he's the guy that's going to make that call. So he, it's not like Burnett has the final say. But but who says I, you're I, punting? I, I never said they're punting. 
But you think the season's okay, over well, if they don't have Soros? I, I think I think that that people are overstating how much Askarov could come in and actually change things. And also, I think they're overstating how much he would actually. I, here's why. Here's why I think that people are misreading that part of it. Because if they trade Soros, they're going to have to trade with a team that, that is going to send some players back, including a goaltender. I think they're going to trade. If they trade Soros, I think they're going to end up trading and getting a goaltender back, someone that expires this year, and that's who's going to play. I don't think Askarov is going to be in Nashville the rest of the season. Okay. As much as, as much as I think he's as much as I think he's ready, I don't think he's going to be here. If they trade Soros, they're going to call him up and he's going to play the rest of the season. I just don't think that's going to happen. Did I miss something? Is Lankanen still on the team? Did did, <laughs> did I miss, you know, because, you know, no, I do news and stuff, and maybe no, I just missed the part when no, Lankanen. No, this is radio, Justin. You know. You know, just wasn't on. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're okay, right. So, okay, so, okay, so that leaves me. Okay, I'm sorry, Alex. Continue, sir. I'm sorry. I was just, I was just, no, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. No, this is not meant as any disrespect to Kevin Lankanen. He could do it, but I'm talking about like the best chance to win between the three. It's like Soros by a mile, and then it's Lankinen, and then it's Askarov. And so the difference between Soros and Lankinen in terms of a playoff, you know, being a competitive team in the playoffs is just it's to me it's astronomical. I mean, Lankinen is not not that player. Um, and of course, I'm talking about Soros like when he's on. Right now, he's not on like he should be, but. If, if Soros is the guy that is that we know he is in the playoffs, like he's he's absolutely one of the best goaltenders in the playoffs. Kevin Lankin is not in that conversation. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, you're right. You're right. So no, but but no, 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 no. Let's let's stay here for a second because because I made a similar point to Darren a few weeks ago, and Darren looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" Because I said to me, "If you trade." You see Soros, you're basically cashing in the season and saying that you're not getting to the playoffs this year and this is now a, a full, you know, official rebuild kind of thing. We're not trying to be competitive. And Darren's, I think, you know, point was listen, you're on the you're on the border right now. What difference does it make if you keep Lankin in or you know, if you if you play Lankin in the rest of the year? So my thing is this they're a borderline team now with UC Soros. And you said he's not on. Is he going to turn on? And uh, I don't know. But they're a borderline team now. If they do trade UC Soros, are you trying to say that, that Lankinen cannot get them to the eight seed? Because that's where they are. That's what we're talking about. Let's just talk about what we're talking about. We're talking about the eight seed. We're not talking about the fourth seed or the five seed. This team is a borderline eight seed. So can Lankinen get them to the eight seed, Mr. Alex Doherty? Could Lankinen get them to the eight seed? Um, I, I I'm gonna say yeah. I I think he could get him there. I think he could he could be uh, he's just as good a goalie as the goalies that are you know uh, who, who they saw last night. Dave Riddick for the Kings and uh, Bennington. Well, maybe not Bennington for the Blues, but but uh, for the Coyotes, um, Connor Ingram. I, I think he's probably just as good as those guys. But I, I guess I'm talking about competing in the playoffs too, and and maybe wow. maybe people are not seeing it as punting. I, I just think I, I do not think that there's any way they even come close to competitive, and I think that's what Barry Trotz wants to be. Um, and I also okay. think it would be a very easy road. And if they sell if they sell Soros now, the other thing to consider is if they sell Soros, like I think that they would, and and get a player that can play right now. That that's something to consider. Maybe they get a player back right now that plugs into the system 
and makes them better on the offense, and therefore your your goaltending situation is not as dire. But um, I just don't see it as uh, I, I see it as pretty black and white. I, I I think that if they sell Soros, there's not nearly as much of an emphasis on yeah we're going to be competitive this year. It, it's it's building for the future. Okay, and 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 this is the other key question, you know, philosophy wise that we've been trying to figure out is that how important is getting to the playoffs for this Predator team this year? How, how big of a yeah. how big of a deal is that? Because let, let's just, and Alex, you've been here, you understand this. This team been to the playoffs. This is not like, oh, it's Columbus and this team hasn't been to the playoffs in, you know, however long in X amount of years. This team's been to the playoffs. I'm used to the Predators being in the playoffs. It's not unusual. It's not weird. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is some grand occasion where the Predators finally made the playoffs. It's not like Vanderbilt going to a bowl game or something. They've been to the playoffs quite a bit. So them yeah. going to the playoffs and then bowing out in the first round, is that really, you know, a, a, what what does that do for the franchise? And do you think that perhaps Barry Trotz will put a bigger premium on trying to move the team forward in the next few years uh, without sacrifice trying to get to the playoffs this year? Like, what what does that do for the franchise getting to the playoffs and, and bowing out in five games? Yeah, I, I think that Barry Trotz, want the playoffs because I think that the organization wants playoffs. I mean, I hate, I hate to say it's a money thing, but Mm. the gate gate money that this team gets for, for making the playoffs is just so tempting to pass. Mm. And they didn't get that last year. It's not all, look, it's not all about money, but that is a big carrot for them. So it's that, but it's, it's also what I said earlier. And this is why I started off the conversation saying, what do I think they'll do and what should they do? And there's, there's a difference there. I, I think they probably won't trade him because I think that they think that Soros is their best best bet for this year. And if they go on a little heater here, they go on a five, six, seven-game win streak and win eight of the next ten or whatever, uh, that's going to convince them for sure, and, and they won't trade him this year. And then they'll revisit it in the summer where the price is lower, but then they've got a little bit more of a, of a you know foresight on what's going to happen over the next few years. Uh, but again, yeah. So I I think that the emphasis on the playoffs is pretty big, wanting to get that get that playoff gate money. Wow, the playoff gate money as part of this, <laughs> where they would get you know at least two games in the playoffs. And you're right, the playoff prices does go up, and the city gets a lot of buzz uh, yeah. from that. From that, there's no question yeah. about that. That you know they do get a little buzz from that. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask is is what's going on with a particular player here. Um, that has been in and out of the lineup and in and out of the organization, up and down. He was in Milwaukee, then he was supposed to be on the team, then he's not, and then he was supposed to be in the lineup, but then something happened, he wasn't in the lineup. Darren says he's been very productive, and then... Stats-wise. Stat-wise, but then all of a sudden, he's not on the ice anymore. Any guess to who I'm talking to talking about? Uh, uh, I would guess Tomasino. Tomasino, good sir. Ding, 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 ding. Tomasino. So what? What is? And listen, we've asked other folks, you know, who cover hockey and around the team, and nobody has a good answer. So I'm going to ask you, Mr. Doherty, what is going on with Tomasino? Because last year it was a different coach, so you can't say, oh, he fell out with the coach, he fell out with the GM. No, I mean, he was supposed to be down here, and then he wasn't. Now he's here, and just, he's not in the lineup, then he is. And then, he, what, what, what is happening? What, what is going on there? Yeah, I think there's a, 
there's a pattern here with Tomasino that is strangely similar to the one with Tolvanen uh, that we saw, and I think that that's that sends off a lot of alarm bells with people. Um, I do think they learned their lesson with Tolvanen, and that is that they they gave up on him too early. They didn't treat him the right way, and they they put him tried to put a square peg in a round hole kind of situation. For Tomasino, though, I, I'm gonna I, I would say this. The fact that they've now we've now had two NHL coaches, two different general managers, albeit not two different of general managers, but two different general managers, uh, kind of assess him and say there's something not working here. I think at least gives a little bit of credit to that his game is not where it needs to be. I, I, like this is not some vendetta or like some sort of there's not some issue with. Thomas, you know, he's a great locker room guy. People love him. Uh, coaches love him. Uh, we talked to Carl Taylor a lot a couple weeks ago. He, he loves Tom, Thomas, you know, he thinks he's a great player. And th- I think he's just, it, it, he just needs to work on uh, the, the back end of his game, the, the defensive end of his game. That's the main thing. Uh, he's got some good offensive punch. He certainly got on a roll there for a while. Um, and, and playing, by the way, on a very defensive line, he still was able to produce pretty well. Um, I, I think that they're also probably taking advantage of his his um, exempt situation. So, like he's he's almost about to not have this anymore, but he's still exempt from waivers, right? So he can go down and up without having to clear. So, but not everyone's like that, and not not all the players they can do that with. So he's one of the few they can. So it ended up being him. It could have easily been Luke Evangelista, by the way. I think the, those two are pretty similar in terms of holes in their game right now. Um, they're giving Evangelista a little bit more leash for whatever reason. But, yeah, Tomasino, I, I really wouldn't be worried long-term. I think the ceiling for him is pretty established. He's not a top-line top guy. He's a, a ceiling is like in a good year, he's a, a second-line winger that gives you 60 points, 50 points. But he's never going to be too much more than that. And that's okay. He doesn't have to be. But he's got he's to get there. He's 22. By the time he's 24 or 25, if he's not there, then you've got to move on. But... He's got a couple years left to, to figure it out, so I wouldn't be too worried. Alex, great stuff as always, man. We always appreciate our conversations. Thank the you, listeners sir. appreciate our conversations with you because it usually great. creates uh, you know calls afterwards wanting to talk about what you discussed <laughs> with us. So, hey, best of luck. I, you said things start uh, Monday, correct? That's Officially? correct, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, well done. We'll be looking for your work on Monday, starting on Monday with the Tennessean. Alex, thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. Alex, Alex Doherty, great stuff from him. Have a great weekend. His work covering the Predators starts Monday at the Tennessean. Wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600 is how you can interact with the show. Phone calls and text welcome. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. 
This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, we'll have an abundance of sunshine, the high 62. Partly cloudy tonight, low 38. Saturday, partly sunny, high 52. Sunday, sunshine, high 66. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Good stuff from Alex Doherty, as always. Jim Wyatt to begin the second hour of the program. Back here on the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside with him and his phone, and uh, and he'll answer the phone if you call. 615-844-5600, like Tony did in Nolansville. Tony, what's up? Hey, Tony. Good afternoon, guys. Um, I've got two things I want to discuss, and then I've got something to say to Justin. Uh, before Uh-oh. We get off. Number one. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> um, the, uh, I don't know if y'all saw it today, but Georgia State, who's on Vanderbilt's schedule this year, and we've talked about it a couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, 
actually resigned uh, last week. I saw uh, that. And took, and took the running game coordinator job at South Carolina. He had been with Kirby Smart for, uh, I think, uh, you know, I think since 96. Is that right? Or maybe Dale McCree, the guy who's going to replace him, named uh, Dale McGee. He's been with Kirby Smart. Yeah, he's the one who came and, over. Uh, and he's the one that's coming over. And it's uh, it's been a surprise. The one that left was named, uh, wasn't it Elliot? It, John Elliot? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It well, I'm matter. just thought it's interesting that it's, they just happen to be on. Oh, what is the topic, Darren? Okay. Is the topic. I mean, Tom, I'm, like, there's like no. His name was Sean well, Elliott. Let me, you, let me ask just you something. Pick a name and say Sean Elliott from the Spurs. From the Spurs. Those Spurs. Spurs forward, Sean Elliott. Chris Paul. I think it was Sean Green of the Dodgers. Sean Elliott and David Robinson as assistant. Hey, guys, let me ask you this. I've read three articles this week. Oh, that's good. Three articles. Three articles. Three articles. It's about AI. And it's everything. It's all over the map about some people were embraced it. Some people were not. Do y'all think AI will ever get into the sports? game as like with the umpiring the way with the computers are now well they're already doing it with yeah, the strike zone thing they're doing it yeah they're doing and it with the strike that's zone what thing. I think. so do y'all ever think it'll get to the like uh refereeing in a football game no i don't think so no it, 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 it's gonna be a while if it does it could be a while, but maybe, but it could be a while. They could do things like first down. I could see the, the chains going away at some point. There you go. Yeah, they could implement right. that. And do Ch- and doing chains it that way. and the goal line. And the goal line, this the ball. I mean, I've seen things where somebody has, you know, this is just, uh, you know, for, for an example, they can put a chip or something in the football so that if it ever crosses the goal line, you know, there's an alarm well, that goes off did or something that. like that. they had a chip in the puck. Well, how'd they that go? That. But they, they, eh, it, it didn't, didn't go well. It didn't yeah, go it well. didn't go well. Maybe, and, and maybe it was before its time, though. So you yeah. know, maybe even you know the players on the field they can't ever see the first down laser line that we all see watching on our TV. It might come to a day sometime that, as you're saying, uh, Justin, a chip in the ball might be able to read that line. Yeah, if the ball did, did the know, ball make I, it here? The ball made it here at some point. Then you know now right. we know it's a first down or and a touchdown. But I just read some articles this week. So now, what I've been wanting to say to you for some time, oh, Justin, I'm ready. I don't know who you are. Okay. I don't know what you want. What I want. But what I do know is I possess a certain set of skills uh-huh. that I have developed over a long period of time. Yes, sir. And people like me are nightmares for people like you. That's a line from a movie, buddy. <laughs> it is. We're not there yet. It is. We're not there. That's the summer. I do know that movie, well, though. I, I do. Just, I've been wanting to say that to him for a long time. <laughs> so you say, thought he was going to recognize the movie? But to say, he no, feels like he a ain't threat. No, he recognize the movie. It might be a movie he might want to watch. <laughs> the movie is the mo- The movie is taken with um, Elam, whatever, Elam, 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 Elam right. Nielsen. And I have seen the movie, but Tony. I've seen Taken. But I, I've been so. want, I've been to Did say you say Elam? Yeah, I don't. I've never been able to say the man's <laughs> name. And I, yeah, I feel no, bad about that. that. Doesn't, it's irrelevant. It's like Sean Kemp. 
leaving yeah, Georgia State right, to go to South yeah, Carolina. You got the quote. That's all that matters. It is taken. Right. I have seen the movie. Well done. I've always had trouble with Just his name. Just say the name, right? Well done. Just say a name. It don't matter. Well done. Hey, guys, y'all have a good weekend. You, you too, you, Tony. Thank, Thank you. you. It's, John Kemp is the coach who left. You spell it L-I-A-M, and I had never seen it before. And to me, it still looks, I, I don't know. Sean Kemp played basketball. <laughs> he did not go to the Carolina. He knows that. Sean Kemp, I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss something? Yes, you did. You were answering the phone, as you should. Yes, no, you missed it. I heard it. that part. Sean Kemp. <laughs> he was a good basketball player, though. Uh, so he's going to coach football? For a time. Well, this is a true story. When I was at... University of Kentucky, and I walked mm-hmm. into Memorial, which is which is. Well, I'm getting confused. Memorial Gym. Memorial so, Gym. I know, but they so call it, no. End. It's called Memorial there too. But I'm I'm going to make sure. Rump Arena is called Memorial. No, not Rump. Memorial. Okay. Okay. Right. And there was a pickup game going on. All right. And in this pickup game was Rex Chapman. Mm. Sean Kemp. Mm-hmm. It was the who's who mm. of basketball. Mm. And they were playing a pickup game. Yeah. In Memorial Gym. Now, now was it Rain Man Sean Kemp or was yes. it the later No, it was It was Rain Man Sean Kemp. It was Sean Kemp when he was at Kentucky. Oh, well, yeah, then yeah, it was pre Rain Man. College <laughs> <Yeah>. Sean Kemp. <laughs> Jeez. Did you challenge him and say, I'll take all you guys off? No. Really expensive. I asked him if they saw the movie White Man <laughs> jump. And Rex Chapman said, yes, I have, and I rebuke it. <laughs> and I completely disagree with it. <laughs> All right, we'll take our final break. JJ, we'll get to you. Uh, that's a true story. I mean, I just sat there in disbelief. Like, the collection of guys that were going to play in the NBA soon after that pickup game was mind-blowing. Mm. And that was just going on on, like, a Friday afternoon on the campus at Kentucky. Back in the, well, it was probably late 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. JJ, we'll get to you on the other side to close out. Hour number one on the McFarland Show, WNSR. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. 
Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Listening to the McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Eric and Columbia on our YouTube page thinks that we're be, we were being mean to Tony. We weren't being mean to Tony. How are we being mean nah. to Tony? Well, I think you say me, not you. Oh, okay. Um, he said you all, but I think I will take the blame. Okay. But I, we were, I wasn't being mean. I was just having fun. You just did, having fun. You did tell Tony that nobody cared. Well, that's kind of man. How many people are listening? We're like, yeah, what? Son of a gun! Yeah, Georgia State changed the, coaches. Georgia State, not, Georgia yeah. State. Just to be clear, he was concerned about Georgia football play. You know, coaches leaving Georgia because it's going to make mm. them weaker. Okay, he was really concerned. he was concerned about that. Yeah, I think I don't what, think so. But both the coaches came from Georgia. But no, it was it's, no, we got love for Tony. Something else. But I was just having fun. It's okay. All right, let's go to JJ. JJ, what's up? JJ! Not much there, fellas, and I hope y'all have a good weekend. Yes, sir, too. And I have to contend with y'all guys y'all had on Alex. I don't want the Preds to make the playoffs if they're not going to get out of the first round. I was there, I believe it was two years ago, against the Colorado Avalanche, and that wasn't a playoff environment. That was like a wake before a funeral. Mm. Because we knew they were going to get swept by the Avalanche, which is what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's nothing. Yes, the team will make some more money. Great, no big deal. Wow, that's not n- nothing new. But from a fan standpoint, I don't uh, uh, get excited by making having a current playoff streak, and you don't get out of the first round. That just delays getting rebuild because you get moved back in the draft order. And uh, I just want this team this season. Yes, I'm glad they woke up and are playing much better than the last home game. But I, to me, 
let's re let's this season be the transition year and for better things to come in 24 and 25. That's where I'm at. I'm not going to be upset if they don't make the playoffs. JJ, I do not think you're uh, with Wilson on that island by yourself. I really don't. I think there's a whole lot of people that agree with you. I, I thought that was well said. Look, I'm with you. I, I Look, I, I'm not rooting for them to lose. I'm glad they're having a successful road trip. But to me, it changes nothing. Nothing. You don't add. You don't stand pat. If you get good offers, you sell. You're trying to build for the future and get Thank out you. of this. Yes. They've been doing the same thing for four-plus years. It's not inspiring anymore. Thank you. You're right. Uh, y'all have a good weekend. Appreciate it, Thank JJ. You. Look, so you're you're look, fine if they miss the playoffs, as long as they miss the playoffs with a purpose. With a purpose, right. It's about yeah. getting out of this middle ground and trying to be contenders again. Well, you know what's going to be really bad? If they don't trade UC Soros and still miss the playoffs, which is a high possibility. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Why was everybody think it's it's over if they trade UC Soros? Says who? Well, Alex Not me. Well, I know that. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. He doubled back. back. He doubled back. I know Alex. <laughs> we'll come back. Jim Wyatt. He'll join us next. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The U.S. imposing additional sanctions against Russia in response to the death of Alexei Navalny and two years marking Russia's war in Ukraine. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby asked if two years of previous sanctions have impacted Russia. We know that it's had an effect. I mean, my goodness, Mr. Putin's reaching out to Iran uh, now for potentially uh, close-range ballistic missiles, and he's been reaching out to Uh, North Korea for artillery shells and for ballistic missiles as well. Ukraine's Air Force commander confirming that Ukraine shot down a Russian reconnaissance planes over the Sea of Azov today. The former FBI informant already charged with lying to the FBI about President Biden and his son Hunter's overseas finances, along with ties to Russian intelligence, has been rearrested. He's due in court Monday. And last-minute campaigning in South Carolina ahead of tomorrow's GOP primary, former President Trump holds a wide lead against rival Nikki Haley. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards, rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but'll help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. 
Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Having fun on this Friday afternoon. Hope you are too. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. That's how you can get in touch with the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you. And we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. And we now bring in one Jim Wyatt. TennesseeTitans.com. He's back from all of his travels. And he'll take a big deep breath and then turn right around and go right back out of town. I'm assuming to the combine. Jimmy, how we doing? I'm doing great, and you're right. I leave on uh, Monday for Indianapolis, which uh, I hate to do the math on uh, how many nights I've spent in Indianapolis over the years. But I know it's triple digits, and uh, and a lot of times it's it's cold and blustery up there. I do think the weather's supposed to be decent the first part of the week, which is good. You know, we had an interesting conversation um, yesterday with Justin Mello, who said that the Big 12 is going to do – a conference that as a conference their their workouts okay rather and they're still going to do individual workouts at their prospective schools but they're also going to do one as a conference if the sec and big 10 follow suit and then that's the acc and everybody starts doing this how do you think that's going to affect the combine in indianapolis and do you also think jim that the nfl is pretty close to pulling the trigger on the combine in Indianapolis because they keep signing these one-year deals into moving this thing around like they do the draft. Yeah, and it will be interesting if other conferences follow suit. I mean, I think with the combine you are seeing, and I, and this has been going on for a while, the prospects decide to go and do the interviews and do some of the drills but don't want to run and don't want to do some of the other things so they've had more time to train and they want to run on their own, you know, at their own place and uh, have people around them that make them more comfortable. So it has been trending in that direction uh, here in recent years. But I know that the league loves the uh, spectacle that the combine has turned into. I think they'll do everything they can to keep it together. Uh, I do get the sense that they're itching 
to move it to L.A. or Dallas or somewhere. Uh, I think everybody else in the league is hoping that doesn't happen because from a logistics standpoint and from uh, a walkability, you know, from a walkability standpoint to a prospect standpoint to a meeting people standpoint to teams conducting business standpoint indy's perfect again it's not, you're not going to get great weather there but indy's a great walking city so many hotels in close proximity to one another uh you know it's got a great venue to hold it good place for meeting rooms uh good place to say hey i'll meet you here in 10 minutes and you can be there you try to move this thing to la the spread out as it is it is not going to be nearly as uh, well run an event. And same with Dallas. I, I, I just I hope they don't move it. Even though I'm not a huge fan of. I mean, I, I don't hate Indianapolis as a city. It's just they're, I'm not going there on vacation. I can promise you that. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's a good place to have the combine. Things I've never heard people say. Going on vacation? Where are you going? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Can't what? wait. <laughs> Can't wait. All and, and there's some good restaurants. I mean, they got they, Elbows, they do, yeah. uh, there, mm-hmm. and uh, and Iria's is a great Italian place on College Street. Uh, I could tell you, I've, I've been, I've spent so much time in that city. There's you know, there's a good running path along the canal there. I mean, there was, uh, you, I've seen the Pacers a couple of times when I've been up there for the combine. You know, it's it's for a week when the NFL is there, it's, it's kind of a happy place, but, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not a, a destination city in my book. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I do want to ask you before we get into some Titan stuff, you, you just got back from the Super Bowl as well out in Vegas and you know, I've worked many Super Bowls. I haven't done it in a long time and I know the work that goes into it and you have been doing it year after year after year for a long time. In fact, Justin, Jim, and we've talked about it on the mm-hmm. show before, I think when Jim joined us, he saved my life once out in Arizona. But that's neither here nor there. It's a lot of I was work. Gonna, I, was gonna, I was trying to figure out the best way to bring up that you spent a night in my bed one night. Yeah, and, uh, that is a and, true and story. Super Bowl, but that, I wasn't in the room, uh, but, but you were able to sleep <laughs> off uh, what, what you had going on, well, which is good. I know you're sick. It was the calm before the storm when I was in your room. That night was the storm. And it luckily wasn't in your room, but but thank you for uh, you saved my bacon that day. Thank you for it, being a friend. Jim. Yes, thank you for being a friend. It is a lot of work, and you did a great job of covering the Super Bowl yet again this year with some really cool footage and interviews. But again, I'll re- reiterate, it's a lot of work. People don't realize the hustle and bustle. Do you? You don't really get to appreciate it till it's over, right? I mean, are you in that mode, or you've been doing it so long? Is it, you know, second nature? You don't even think about it anymore. What What are your feelings now that you've just wrapped up another week of of covering the Super Bowl? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a, it's a blur, and uh, and I've always kind of taken the stance that uh, if if my place of employment's going to send me out there, I better work, and that, that could have been the Tennessean. And now it's working for the Titans. And, uh, and when, when I was working for the Tennesseans, certainly it made sense because I could write anything. And, uh, and you're covered from a league perspective and, and, you know, there's always stuff to write. And when I started working for the team in 2015, you know, after covering a good number of these, I wanted to keep going, but wondered whether or not they sent me. And I kind of took the approach. I, I think it's worth going. 
and kind of, hey, let me prove it. And and you can tell by the covers, I appreciate you saying something because it, it is a lot of work. But there's not only are there Titans angles out there. I talked to Will Levis out there, and I talked to you know, Ty J. Spears out there, and I talked to Jeffrey Simmons out there, and I talked to, of course, Chris Johnson out there, and I saw Tank Williams out there. But there's a ton of stuff that I'm still writing about today. I wrote a story on Boomer Sison today talking about Will Levis and the Titans, and, you know, I have – I get stuff for that week, but for weeks to come, there's always local angles, you know, on these teams, former Titans, former – University of Tennessee volunteers, former Commodores, former MTSU guys, former people with Nashville connections. It's a it's it's nonstop work for the most part. And when you're in Vegas and you're on the West Coast, and uh, and you know when you wake up at eight o'clock, uh, well, I, I, you don't wake up at eight o'clock. You know if you wake up at six o'clock, it's really eight o'clock in Nashville and nine o'clock when the East Coast. So stuff gets going faster. So your days start faster. There's now stuff that goes on at night. Uh, you know, the Monday night event that they have, uh, you know, they've got an NFL a Monday night opening night event. They've got an NFL honors on Thursday night. There's other events they have during the week. So it's, it's wall to wall work. And, uh, and, uh, but I, I feel like, again, if, if they're sending me, I better work. So I try to get as much info out of it as I can, write as much, tweet as many videos. It's funny. I was on, and I don't know what your station's uh, policy is on mentioning another outlet, so I apologize for doing it. But I was on with Joe Rexrode and and uh, you know and uh, Robbie, uh, Stan- Robbie, Robbie, Sta- Stanley, Robbie Stanley, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Robbie Stanley earlier in the week, and and Joe Rexrode brought up the fact that I had gone to the U2 concert on. Uh, uh, at the Sphere on Friday night of Super Bowl week, because that was the that was the one night where I kind of did something, and, and somebody while we were live on air commented in the comments that you know, if you would spend so much time screwing around like going to concerts, maybe you get more work. And I'm oh my god, I chuckled because it was Let- and I, and I, <laughs> so, yeah, so it was like it really is wall to wall work. <laughs> I, I was able to do something cool to go see you two in the sphere, but other than that, it was it was pretty much nonstop. I hate that I didn't exercise anymore out there. I hate I didn't eat well, but it was but it was a busy week and a productive week. And I have to say, um, a part of me was leery about going to Vegas for the week because you know usually when I go to Vegas, I'm ready ready to get home after two or three days. It was probably the best run Super Bowl that ever cover. Oh wow. As as okay. Logistics standpoint, mm. access standpoint, the city and the buzz standpoint, everything the way it played out, it was it's probably my favorite and, and that was twenty five for me from a work wow. standpoint. Well that's mm. saying a lot. Mm. Jim White on the line with us, Tennessee Titans dot com uh, is where you can find his work. Um I would have been by the way, just for the record, I would have been thoroughly disappointed if you would have not done something fun on a Super Bowl trip. That's part of the perk of working your butt off is to get to do something fun. By the way, that night when all that, when hell was breaking loose at around lunchtime and I ended up going up to your room, I'd been working all week to get Suns Spurs tickets. John McClain is the one who came through for me in a suite. And I had to miss it because it was that night. That's, you know, that's part of it. Like if you don't do something fun, like you're, I would have been disappointed. You have to, like, you'd lose your mind. And I have to, yeah. And I have to say that wasn't even planned. It was crazy. It was Friday night, and 
most of the hay's in the barn by that time of the week, and I happen to run th- into somebody going through the hotel lobby at six six thirty before an eight o'clock concert. I said, "Man, I'd love to go to U two because the guy had a connection." And then I said, "See if you can give me a ticket for Saturday night." And then a little bit later, my phone rings, and hey, can you be at the Sphere at eight o'clock? And I'm, "Yeah, you bet I can." So, oh wow! Um, I got showered, cleaned up, and and walked from. Mandalay Bay to the Sphere, which is about two miles, uh, mm. made it for the for that show. Mm. You walked it. I I, I took a Uber. Uh, I should say a lift because the Titans are a lift company. I took a lift from the airport to the hotel, and then I took a lift from the hotel to the airport. I left the city. The rest of the trip, I I walked everywhere. Well, no wonder uh, you didn't work walk. out. That was I your liked, workout. Yeah, like. Yeah, I like the exercise, and I like the atmosphere in Vegas, too, so I wanted to walk. Oh, you liked so, it a lot. Man, no kidding. So something, uh, last thing on my end, uh, something that we don't know, we've about, talked about, but we just don't know yet because we haven't been around the staff. And I don't even know if you have the answer, but I, I guess I'm just asking for your opinion um, because we'll find out later on. But, you know, new staff, new set of eyeballs, it changes things for players, either for the good or for the bad, right? Either the old staff, they'd still be on this roster. New staff, nah, not for us. Or vice versa. Who do you think this new staff, if you could pick one player that it will benefit moving forward, a new set of eyeballs on them, how would you answer that, Jim? Well, Will Levis is the easy answer. Um, just because you know, you've know you got a, a head coach now, and Brian Callahan, who has worked with Peyton Manning and worked with Derek Carr and worked with Matthew Stafford and worked with Joe Burrow, and, and it has a great offensive mind. And, uh, and his mission is to make Will Levis as comfortable as possible. And I'm not going to say that that wasn't Mike Brable's mission or Tim Kelly's mission or Charles London or Pat O'Hare, anybody that kind of worked with him in the past. They all, you know, were, were focused on trying to help him be better. But uh, I think Brian Callahan comes at it from a different perspective and uh, with a really good track record and having success success with quarterbacks who have been you know, successful in the league. So that's who I think it benefits the most. And then uh, in turn, you know, I think everyone on offense that plays you know, receiver or tight end, you know, whether it's Chica Conquo or name any of the receivers, and right now it's still kind of TBD who those guys are going to be. Uh, I think all those guys will benefit from a more wide-open offense because you guys know how it's been around here for years and years. It's been a run-first offense and 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 uh, pretty predictable on a lot of downs. Now it's going to be a lot more pass and a lot more wide-open, and I think everybody on offense is going to love it. Jim, uh, Derrick Henry at his uh, press conference after the last game called you out by name, sir, and thanked you and says that he hopes that you get to write that game story one day of the Titans winning the Super Bowl. I, I You know, and listen, Jim, not that you don't deserve it. I think that's fantastic. I, I wasn't looking for that, and I've been wanting to ask you, what, what were you thinking when Derrick Henry is spending part of his, you know, part of his thank yous and includes you in it? Well, that was cool. I mean, it, it certainly, yeah, and it, it, as you said, Justin, I mean, he mentioned a lot of people to he did. show what a classy guy that he is, you know, thanking people 
you know, the cafeteria and thanking people you know, that work maintenance around the building, thanking people that help him on a day-to-day basis, getting him ready to play, uh, people that have done anything for him in that building. And, and uh, you know, it was it was cool for him to name me. I can't lie. I mean, it, it, when, when he went through all of his thank yous and then he kind of looked down at me, I was sitting in the front row filming him, you know, it, it you know, it, it made me feel a certain type of way because, you know, I have seen a lot of guys come and go. And you know, I date back to the Steve McNears and the Eddie Georges, and I see how these guys are when they come in. And I, I've seen them when they've left. I've seen them when they have started, you know, making, you know, having a family and becoming dads. And, uh, and I've seen them now as they reach their you know, 40s and 50s and have their own kids play in the NFL, you know, like Brad Hopkins. And and uh, so I, I remember Derrick Henry when he first came in uh, to the building and people questioning why the Titans picked Derrick Henry. They already had DeMarco Murray, and I watched him go through his growing pains and, and, uh, and wait his turn. And then I'm fortunate enough to see his career – you know, play out and him turn into an you know uh, the NFL's rushing leader and the face of the franchise and and then seeing him do it in such a classy manner you know not only as a, as a leader and a and a productive guy on the football team but the way he's handled himself in the community so it kind of made me think man this is just crazy to hear him you know kind of giving his goodbyes in some ways, uh, thinking his career's over and then thanking me along with it. it made me feel good because it's a, as you guys mentioned, the Super Bowl is a lot of work, but covering the team is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of hours making a lot of sacrifices, try to do as good a job as I can. Derek's always been great to me. I've always tried to be fair to him, but I, I sure, certainly appreciated him saying something about me. I didn't expect him to do that. Certainly, he didn't have to do it. It kind of speaks to the kind of guy he is. And, you know, I think that says more about him than anything else. Jim, there's a big day coming up here less than a week now uh, when the Titans will break ground on their brand new $2.2 billion stadium. And I shouldn't say it's theirs because it's not theirs. It belongs to the city and, and to all of us, really, so they say. So my question is for you, how much time are you going to spend, you know, Covering that and covering that aspect as far as the stadium growing up from nothing, um, when you still have a football team to cover, I've been watching, and I confess to you, Jim, I've been watching videos of other teams. I think the Raiders did a four-part documentary on the building of their stadium, and uh, the Rams have done. So I've been looking around about how other teams have covered something like this. What's your approach, if any? Well, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the groundbreak is happening on, uh, I guess, what is it, Thursday of this Thursday, week? I'll be yes, in sir. Indianapolis. Indy, yeah. talk, <laughs> talked about earlier. So, uh, so you know, the, the thing is, there's a football team that's, that's number one in this, uh, in this city and number one on my radar. And, uh, so I can tell you that'll be my top priority unless somebody tells me otherwise. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, People are only going to be fired up about the stadium if the football team is having success and winning games. And uh, so I'll be chronicling that part of it. And I'm sure part of it, there'll be a lot of other people involved in our coverage, just like there always is, you know, whether it's 
you know, the video team or, or Mike Keith and Amy Wells with the podcast and everything that they do and, and, uh, our social team that does such good work and, and, and showing off all different facets of the organization. So it, it'll be a team effort. I'll, I'll sure I'll be pitching in and writing, uh, you know, writing some about it, but you know, there are other ways. You know, people. I, I think a lot of that stuff is more visual than it is written content. People mm. want to see, you know, the time lapse and see it how it looks. They don't want to read about it as much as uh, as they want to see progress. And it's progress for this city. And I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to 2027. I'm not going to wish three years of my life away waiting for this. Because I know what happens when you wish wish those years away. It'll get here one way or the other, and then I'll be three years older. And uh, so it'll ha- it'll happen when it happens. It'll be fun to kind of watch it because I remember the old stadium coming up, and mm-hmm. uh, that's how long I've been around Nashville native. I watched it come up from the ground, and it's hard to believe. And now I'm getting ready to watch another one come up. Well, hopefully we don't get any tornadoes in the next three years. Oh boy! You know, yeah, we went through that. Just for the three of us, we remember that. Yeah, '98. Pretty crazy. Uh, one of our televisions. Yeah, I, mean, I bounced to that. Yeah, I, I bounced to that. I was at the Tennessee and them and bounced out of sports coverage in a hurry to head over to East Nashville and do mm. stories about mm. people mm. that lost. Were you downtown at the Tennessee and when that happened? Because I was out. Uh, I was downtown t- earlier in the day. Okay. And then uh, I certainly saw it. I was on the outskirts of downtown when it came rolling through. I know a lot of people that were in the building mm. at the Tennessee, which was pretty much a glass building. Yeah. yeah. There was an area downstairs that we'd go when a storm hit, but uh, it was a dangerous place to be. Man, oh man, man, that's crazy. We can all we can all remember that day like it was yesterday. One of the televisions in our studio, in our Strike and Spirit Family Fun Center studio, is the Dodgers and the Padres. I'm here to report to you, Jim. Uh, Dodgers up 2-1 in the fifth. 2-1 in the fifth. Spring training. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I'm excited I'm excited about this season. It is no, funny. I can't imagine why. so much hype about, <laughs> about their acquisition and everything they've done. And then they, you know, they begin the preseason yesterday, and they scored eight runs yep. before they made two outs. And... <laughs> And, uh, and and the reality is it wasn't you know it wasn't Otani it wasn't Freeman it was a lot of guys that were playing that are probably not even going to be on the twenty five man roster uh, on opening day but um, they you know are built to be successful uh, have really underachieved um, here should have more titles to show for it in this window that they've had and uh, you know if it was up to me I'd, I'd rather do it with the farm system but th- things have changed and uh and you know they've built a team that should win but i've also built a team that's going to have a tremendous amount of pressure on it when uh the playoff starts and um it's kind of sad but i've seen 100 win teams and uh you know 118 you know win teams and regular season has gotten to where it really doesn't mean i still love turning those games on at night and still hoping they win a ton of games, but it really only matters what you do in uh, October. And uh, so um, you know, this, this team will have to perform well when it really, really matters. Yeah, I.E. see the Braves last season. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. there you go. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Like the Braves, another team that they certainly Dominant have, last year in the regular season. Not just yeah. current. Yeah, you're you know, right. Not just currently, but back in the back mm-hmm. in the, back in the day, too. That, that Glavin, Smoltz, mm. um, you know that that stretch that that team 
16 straight divisions. Yeah. Title. Mercy. No doubt. Yeah. Jimmy, Thanks, appreciate sir. your time. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. All my roommates were Braves <laughs> fans in college. I was a Dodger fan, and everybody in the world jumped on the bandwagon back then, and that's all I heard about. So believe me, I was. I, I didn't mind seeing seeing them uh, bow out. Yeah, I didn't think you'd hate that. Jimmy, <laughs> appreciate it as always. Have a great weekend. Uh, and we'll be looking for your coverage in Indianapolis at the Combine. Thanks for doing this as always. Okay, appreciate it. I'll talk to you all. Jim Wyatt, TennesseeTitans.com. Remember, Combine next week. It's here. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be March. And then, you know, it just it gets, it goes fast. The circle goes fast. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600 is the phone line. And the text sign. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FNM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. 
It's a Bill King show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. Our show can be seen on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch every day. By the way, you could listen to the show anywhere in the world. You can pull up uh, WNSR.com, listen live, download the WNSR app. It's free and easy to do where you can listen anywhere in the world. And uh, or you can just pick up the phone or, or text us. Either way, yeah, these are all options. They're all really good options. At that, um, just want to pass along that the NFL put out their salary cap for 2024. I don't know if a lot of people saw this, but uh, it will be increasing to now 255.4 million dollars per Man. team. Mm. About that, that's a that's quite a. I think it's a thirteen percent increase from last year. That's that record record uh, revenue pouring in. Uh, I guess uh, you know increase that salary cap, and uh, you know we'll see how teams choose to spend it here. Almost, almost. So it went up twenty five million. Yeah, twenty five yeah. million. It's a nice extension for somebody. Mm. Or a couple of new players. Well, I was to say or players. Yeah. Couple new players, depending on what you do with it. Yeah. So talk to the Cincinnati Bengals. They got some decisions. They do. T. Higgins, I'm sure he saw that and was like, "Oh, really? <laughs> well, well, well. Oh, really? So you say you got an extra 25 mil laying around? You say just to tell you, just you know, not that people are going to be surprised by this, but just the growth of the league. Yeah. I remember. I think when Floyd Reese was the GM in the the what they call a Black Monday, whenever they mm-hmm. cut. Yeah. Derek Mason and Kevin Carter Mercy. and Samari Roll and mm. all that. I believe this is just going off my top of my head, so I could be wrong, Justin. I think the cap in those days was around one eighty. That sounds about right. I remember one sixty something, one sixty nine or one sixty eight or something Should like ask that. Jim, because he would know. He would know. I would say one, my guess would be my final answer would be one eighty. Let's just go with that. Okay, that is. What, what, 75 ago. million dollars yeah. more per team and that's yeah. probably less a little bit what 15 20 years ago yeah well it was also a couple of tv contracts ago right you know and, and that that's where the revenue is coming in they weren't you know streaming games on youtube live back then right you know so it, it's it's a different universe they weren't playing games in europe back then uh, it's it's a different universe now, and the the revenue streams have continued to open up. The NFL draft was not on tour back then, um, so you know it's it continues to just blossom and grow. And you know you wonder where's the peak, and you just when you think we've seen the peak, then you look at the thing and it says 120 million people are watching the Super Bowl. You go, oh, it hasn't peaked yet. Continues to climb. And if you count everything, 200 million. It continues to climb. Yeah. I mean, and then what do they do? Like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Brazil this year. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so you went to Germany for the first time. 
and you've gone to we know and by the way i feel like they're in london now just like every week yeah i mean it feels like they're they're in london half the season i'm sure there's a long-term plan somewhere on park avenue in a drawer about what this what they're going for here and what they're aiming for uh, and it may not be next year or the year after, but at some point, you would think they would do this worldwide. You know, Dar- Darren, we have not talked about this. During the uh, Super Bowl, I saw a commercial for NFL Africa. And-, and I was like, what are you talking about? It was some kid in Africa whose dream it was to play in the mm-hmm. NFL. They had him running through the streets of some city there in Africa. And he found a, he happened upon some NFL camp where they were teaching American football. And he says, the dream is a reality now. Come learn the sport of the, I was like, what? What? I mean, so with that kind of investment, listen, how long before we get the announcement that the NFL is playing a game, you know, in Uganda or somewhere? I mean, and it's, it's strange to think about, but this is where we're going. Oh, I don't think it's strange anymore. I think they're going to end up just going all over the world. Yeah. They're just going to keep trying to look. The NFL in Johannesburg. Dana White <laughs> wow. and the Rashida brothers bought the UFC. That Basically, those three letters. Yeah. UFC. Yeah. Ultimate Fighting Company for $2 million. $2 million. It's worth a little bit more than that now. Well, they just sold it to... WWE, right? Yeah, Vince McMahon's company for Kinda, what? Yeah. For what? Well, what? Right, whatever. <laughs> what, that, whatever that's whatever's right. going on. That over umbrella. There. Yeah. yeah, I know he's out now or yeah, whatever. But whatever's going on. What they sell it for? Five four, billion. Four billion. Four or five billion. Yeah, four or five billion dollars. Yeah. But the way that they were able to grow that product that was basically none of it was legal in states. They had to go. First, legalize, just like sports betting, right? They had to go legalize it everywhere, all over the country. Another revenue stream, but yes. Yes. But more importantly, when UFC started getting legs and they, in it, you know, of course, um, Ultimate Fighter is what helped really build the brand. It really Mm -hmm. helped it take off. Mm -hmm. But they started going to Ireland, Mexico, and, you know, Germany, and Mm -hmm. Dubai, and all over the world. All over the world, England, and they start. That's where they. It really just was. It, it, it was blown up because I was going and covering these events all over the country. In the country, yeah. everywhere they went, it was sold out immediately. Yeah. It, yeah. so, it didn't matter. Whatever they said they were coming to next, that arena was going to be sold out. So, like, okay, well, how do we keep this growing? Because, you, like you said, at you know, some point you get in a room and you go, okay, so we don't want to just stop. So, how do we keep this? You know, this momentum going the right way. Well, mm-hmm. they started, okay, then we'll do half our events all over the world. And so the world started watching. Yeah. Yeah. And the next thing you know, something you bought for $2 million, you're selling for $5 billion. Yeah. Now it's got reach. It's got unbelievable reach. And it's easier to reach people now than ever before with the communications that we've got now. So, and the, the NFL obviously is much bigger than that. So yeah. they're just going to keep going. Go keep going. Australia, and you know, they're just going to keep That's going coming. all over the place. That's coming. They'll be outside the. You know, the, the, the tricky opera, part is obviously out there. you'd love to be in like China. You know that the eyeballs, yeah, but you got to yeah, deal with the whole walk before you can run. Well, I'm um, saying you'll have to deal with. I don't know if you can do because remember the NBA oh, did yeah. that and oh, it listen, was it was a, a disaster. It's right, a it's problem. a problem. No, there's some geopolitical so some places, issues. right? You won't be yeah. able to get in just because yeah. of the 
the political situation. Yeah, there's some ge- geopolitical issues in certain places that I'm sure a lot of companies would love to explore and go yeah. into, and they know there's money there, but they can't get in for a variety of reasons. Namely, it isn't safe. Um, it isn't safe for your sports, safe for your athletes because of the geopolitical issues. Um, and now you're turning yourself into something very, very different once you start exploring those types of things. Uh, societal issues on a worldwide scale is, you know, if, if you thought the protests here were something, wait, wait till you tackle that monster. And they change. If you think the game has been interrupted by protest or whatever, mm, not like it, not like it can be. Once you start exploring those types of things, do you think the NFL would ever dare to plop the Super Bowl down in another country? Eventually, yeah. Really, I do. Yeah, eventually. Not how do you not think tomorrow, that will go over? Not tomorrow. I know, but I know. you know, could could I see the could I see a Super Bowl in London? Sure. Really? Yeah. I mean, they would absolutely. Again, it's it's just like where's the market, and and how do we increase you know the the eyeballs on our sport? Where's the ripest place to plop this thing, uh, where we are looking for the game to really explode in a big way? I don't know if it's London, but they they seem to like London a whole oh, lot. I think they definitely like London. And London a whole lot. and London is a city. If they can handle the Olympics, I think they can handle the Super Bowl. Well, now they have two stadiums they're going to there. Yes. So, you know, with with Super Bowl, you know, 69 do well in Wembley Stadium, you know, where they've had all these other famous events. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can easily see it. I can easily see it. Now, would it be it's it's got to be the right spot and it's, you know, they, they still haven't been to Paris and a bunch of other places, but, you know, there's any place where there's been an Olympic game, I think, is right for a Super Bowl no, at some point. You've just been to Paris. Does, yeah. Do they care? Does About France what? even care? About what? American football. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But, you know, it's not about do they care. It's about can we make them care, and it's about putting them on a worldwide stage. It's not about what's there. It's about what you can bring to them, essentially. So the fans will travel wherever. It's just, it becomes the destination Super Bowl. So, you know, the fans wouldn't normally go to Paris, but all of a sudden my favorite team is playing in Paris, and they're playing for the Lombardi in Paris. Yeah, I want to go. So, I mean, it's it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip at that point, and we know how fans get for once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. So, yeah, you could find you could, you could fund that. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon, though. 615-844-5600. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, 
we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to move it forward for me. Pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Having fun on this Friday afternoon. Hope everybody's had a great day so far and getting ready for the weekend. It's going to be mm-hmm. cold tomorrow. It's going to be cold tomorrow. Yeah. They don't think it's going to get to 50. No, it's going to be on the cooler side. They're but talking about flurries Sunday, for some people. Yeah, Sunday will get, be nice again. Yeah. Uh, heads up, next Wednesday... They're expecting one of these severe weather outbreak things that could happen um, around the Middle Tennessee area uh, where they don't know when, but they don't know where. But, you know, the, well, when the when is Wednesday is, you know, so just heads up. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something to be aware of. Think about it. next Wednesday. If you got something planned outdoors, maybe uh, take a take another look at it. That's all. I think I'm so inspired by Sunday's forecast of no rain and like mid sixties, mm-hmm. I think the plan is take my son over to 
Weston and go to the Vanderbilt Gonzaga baseball. Ah. One o'clock game. Commodores versus the Zags, huh? Can't tomorrow. He's got tournament a basketball tournament game. Okay. Uh, in the afternoon, which Vandy plays in the afternoon again tomorrow. So uh, I think, yeah, Sunday, I think we're going to do that. Okay. Sounds fun. Take on the Zags. Okay. Sounds like a lot of fun out there. Yeah, enjoy the weather. Hawkins Films, yeah. Enjoy, uh, just, uh, enjoy some good early on college baseball. Okay. You have to take advantage of these days. Tim Corbin knows when you're in town, mm-hmm. when you're playing February baseball. Yeah. You have to take advantage of 65 degrees. They could be more enjoyable than the Vanderbilt basketball games as of late. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. they're indoors. So, yeah. They are. Uh, they yeah. will travel to Florida. It'll be warm in Florida. Traveling to Gainesville. Yeah. Take on the Florida Gators. So, Darren, my question to you, good sir, is do you think Vanderbilt would make a change midseason or would they wait? Oh, I think they're going to wait. I think, I think they're, they're waiting, waiting too. I know Gentry Estes. If they were going to make a change. Did you see what Gentry Estes I did not. Find columnist for the Tennessee and put I out I did there not this see week, what Gentry said. That basically, you know, Candace Lee, you know, had her brother. She, you know, she wants to keep Stackhouse. And there's, so there's the kind of change. And a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to keep. Look, what do you want her to say? Of course she's going to say it. That's the right thing to say. Like, you, mm. that's what you say. You say, oh, you know, I like to figure. Does that mean they're going to keep him? No. Look, what's the running joke on GMs? If a GM says what about his coach in the middle of the season? Oh, that we, we like him. Yeah. We love him. It's the what? We want some more of him. Kiss of death. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's when the coach knows he better start packing his stuff up. Mm. Mm. I, do I think that, that is, she's going to pull the trigger before the season's over? No. But, I again, I just can't. I'm at, because I'm just telling you right now. If she doesn't know this, um, she better start learning it. The heat will turn on her quickly if they bring back Jerry Stackhouse, especially if it doesn't get better, if it doesn't get better. Now, (laughs) if there's some miracle turnaround in year six, which, you know, I don't know how you could go on that premise of, hey, year six will be better. It's going to be great. Watch. Just because we're going to throw a little NIL money. Stop. Like the, right now, you're you're a long ways away, but it's and it's more than just that. Okay, there is there is a certain disconnect that we don't know what it is. Yeah, but there just is. But I'm just saying, there is a good portion of the fan base that will turn their attention to her because ultimately that would be her decision. She is the AD, and I know there are other components involved, but especially if it's a buyout, right? Yes, in Vanderbilt, you have to you have to get the money. You do. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think there's any. Look, look, we've already seen bad games. The Tennessee game was not competitive No, six days ago. They were no. down 31 at the half. So it's not about that. Like, oh, what if they get blown out by Florida? They've been getting blown out. So I don't know. I do not think they'll make a move in season. So here's, here's the thing about what you said, about the heat turning on her. Mm-hmm. Well, earlier this week, we had on the the gentleman from from Vandy Chris Swartz, Lee. from Chris Lee, mm-hmm. and he told us that you know Candace Lee at times has been pretty open about the fact that she doesn't really work for the fans; she works for the administration. So if the fans aren't happy with her, what does that mean? You know, it, it doesn't. She doesn't work for them; she works for the administration. Well, yeah, fans don't fire people. They don't. They don't help the situation when they're loud and screaming about it. Yeah. Or they don't show up. Yeah. They do have 
you know, they they do have act. They can, they have actions. They have more than just sure. a voice. If they go away, they do have power. As I've always told fans, like, don't act like you don't have power. You have power in I, anything. I don't. I don't. The, the more we look at this, though, the more that we cannot apply conventional thinking. I understand. to what is happening like, over there. Like their attendance is so low anyway. Like I it, mean, like, you're right. Yeah, they they know that. Yeah. They know the fans are unhappy. Mm-hmm. They can look at it and tell. At, at a certain point, though, you would think they've already factored that in. Like, if, if we can sit here and we know that from over here, of course they know that from over there. They yeah. know if they bring Jerry Stackhouse back, there's going to be massive blowback against that. They know that. But, you know, the question is, what? where's their priorities? What is it that they actually care about? Do they care that, you know, if they bring Jerry Stackhouse back, there's going to be massive blowout or blowback? Or is their bigger priority whatever it is? I don't know. Fill in the blank. I just question. I question because what we are doing and what we should do. We've got years of experience doing this. We are applying conventional wisdom to this situation. If the if the team is not good, the AD slash GM is going to hear about it. And if the AD slash GM hears about it, that means the ownership slash college president, board of trustees, they start Chancellor. to hear about it. Chancellor. They start to hear about it. And once they start hearing about it, they're not going to be happy about that. And they're going to look over and say, hey, what's going on? Why is it like this? Oh, this is terrible. Okay, we should fire people. That's the conventional way this goes. But, but this is not conventional. What's going on over there? So I don't think we can apply the same rules. That's all. That's all I'm getting at is, you know, we're trying to, you know, Nate, who called us yesterday, and I actually feel bad, Nate. Uh, I, I kind of did this to you. But somebody was like, well, and Nate said something to the effect of, well, Jerry Stackhouse, you know, so nobody was there to tell him he couldn't put his, you know, uh, his golf clubs in the car. You can't tell him that you're, he's thinking about it in a conventional way. That the average coach, no, you can't tell, you can tell him not to put his golf clubs in the car. Yes, yes, you can. Jerry Stackhouse, who's made $84 million in the, in the NBA, what, what are you going to tell him? But we're thinking about it in the conventional coach, you know, university structure where the coach is beholden to the university and the rules. No, he's not. This yeah. one's not. So, I mean, at a certain point, we got to break, we got to break out. I mean, I don't know what motivates them. And that's the frustrating part is we don't know what's pushing the what button. Some tick. Yeah. What happens if they get blowed out Saturday? It does, nothing, nothing. 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 That's what we just said. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. What's they, been happening? They've been getting blown out. What's been happening? But I'm, okay. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> it's just, the, the team is bad. <laughs> team is 7-18. and 18. So if they go down to Gainesville and lose by 40, now they're 7-19. Now they're and 19. Next game. Next. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been saying. Like you know, they, they're going to riot in the streets, and so what? They're fixing the place anyway. You know, it's okay. They'll put it back. I mean, they, you know, it's okay. It's a good place for him to take his golf clubs, Florida. Well, he, he knows that. That's why he. That's why he takes these. I mean, listen, just be real about what's going on. That's all. All right, we'll uh, take our final break, and we'll come back and put a bow on today and the week. We'll do that next. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus seventy-five thousand dollars? 
or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million. All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the gambling clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. So here are the SEC tilts for this weekend. Missouri will be at Arkansas. That will be at 11 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN2. Vanderbilt will be uh, down in Florida taking on the Gators at noon. SEC Network. South Carolina, been getting roughed up here a little bit lately. By the way, they went to Auburn and got absolutely drilled recently. South Carolina at Ole Miss. That'll be interesting. 2.30 mm. 
SEC Network. Mm-hmm. Here's another interesting one. CBS, 3 o'clock hour time, Alabama in Lexington to take on Kentucky. Wow. A Kentucky team that just came off a loss to LSU. Auburn at Georgia, 5 o'clock on SEC Network. Texas A&M will be in Knoxville to take on Tennessee at 7 o'clock on ESPN. I suspect the Vols will uh, get some revenge in that game. Texas A&M, by the way, has not had it. They've lost three in a row. Two of those losses, Vanderbilt and Arkansas. Mm. Ooh, they're going the wrong way. Yeah. And not what fin- you want. No. And finally, Mississippi State at LSU. That'll be at 7.30 on SEC Network. So there's some good games on Saturday. Yeah. Sounds like. And TSU is home. And that coverage is uh, starting at 3.15. 3.15, Tomorrow, yeah. right here on these airwaves. 3.15. 3.15, TSU at home here on WNSR. Sounds like a lot of fun here. Um, Coming off a win. What day been last night, right? They beat Southern East, Eastern Illinois last night. All right. So see if they can keep it going at beat home. Eastern Kentucky. Or Eastern Illinois. It was yeah, Eastern, Eastern Illinois. Illinois. Sorry. Eastern Illinois. So... We continue to watch spring training baseball out there. It's the the Dodgers three and the Padres one, and uh, you know I'm kind of kind of digging the Padres you know uniforms. Not that they changed that much, but you know the Padres have always been playing around with their stuff. Uh, I, I like this look, the mustard yellow with the with the brown, works for them. I, I you know hope they stick around with it for a little while. Uh, I'm continue to be in mourning because there's no football again this weekend, mm-hmm. and there won't be. For the next, you know, several weekends. And that's always sad for me. But, you know, somehow we'll find a way to muddle through. Watch a movie, Justin. Watch, I'll watch, watch something. Yeah, I'll yeah. find something to watch. Have a great weekend. Be safe. We look forward to talking to you Monday at 2 o'clock. Bill Keen will get things started at 6, followed by JB and the General 9 to 11 and us at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then.